Welcome to Balance and Beyond, the podcast for ambitious women who refuse to accept burnout as the price of success. Here, we're committed to empowering you with the tools and strategies you need to achieve true balance, where your career, relationships, and health all thrive, and where you have the power to define success on your terms. I honor the space you've created for yourself today. So let's take a breath and dive right in. Would you like a completely different way to set and reach your goals that involves doing less, reaching your goal faster, and having more along the way? Sounds like the dream, doesn't it? But I have recently unlocked a new way to set goals that is a completely different paradigm from everything else I've ever done. Now, typically the way I've set goals is I've said, right, I want to do this thing. I want to, whether it, let's say it's a health goal. I want to run a half marathon. I want to do this thing. And it's all about the speed. It's all about the number. It's all about finishing it. And sometimes it's all about the ego. It's about, I want to be able to say that I've done a triathlon. I want to be able to say I've done a half marathon. And these are goals that are very much set with other people in mind. By this, I mean it's, okay, well, what are other people going to think if I accomplish this thing? And how I have often gone about these goals is I have pushed and it's been about speed and it's been about grinding because that was my blueprint for how you go and achieve a goal. You set a goal and then you'll hustle your butt off until you get it. However, what if I could share with you a different way to set a goal that I have recently been working through And it is making such a difference to, most importantly for me, the amount of joy I'm getting about the journey. Now, I set myself a goal, let's say, I've been working on my body for the past 12 months. And when I say working on my body, I mean I took my family to a cutting-edge health clinic in Norway at the end of 2022. And this was all about I don't want to wait. I'm not interested in waiting for time to deal with conventional medicine. I wanted to pay with money to short circuit this. We were having challenges with my husband, with both my children and myself, and we had been around, it seems like, every single specialist. And you, you, they, somebody says, you need to go speak to this person. You wait six weeks for an appointment, and they run some tests, and then you wait another six weeks to talk to them. And particularly when it came to my kids, I wasn't prepared to wait. I wasn't prepared to wait another year for some kind of diagnosis and they go, well, we're not quite sure what to do with this. We recommend that you start this therapy or that. I'm like, no, I am not prepared to wait. Patience is not my virtue. And so I was going to move mountains and I was prepared to pay money to take years off what it is that we've done, how we've done it. And if I look outside the the traditional health system, What are some other options out there? I've become, I wouldn't necessarily use the word more alternative, but I've become more open-minded as to what are some multifaceted ways that we can solve problems or challenges that we have, particularly when it comes to health. And so after I've spent the last year working with a body coach to rebuild my body, to rebuild the way my muscles wire and fire so that I'm absolutely as optimal as I can be. And having now rewired everything, having unlocked you know, the way that my, uh, my foot strikes the ground and the way my hamstrings engage and I've completely rebuilt everything, it was now time for me to put this, I'd almost say, new, differently engaged body to the test. And for me, I'm always somebody who does better with something to strive for. So what I have decided to do is a 10K run, which is going to be in May of 2024. And... 
the initially I was like, right, I'm going to do this goal and I'm going to do it this way and it's going to be so much fun. And then I sat back and gone, okay, there's got to be a different way to do this. I am not going to step into the same old paradigm that I used to have where it was all about hustling. It was all about white knuckling. And working with my body coach, he's actually put me on a program that was given to the Ethiopian and Kenyan marathon runners. And what this involves doing, I'm not doing a marathon, by the way, it's a 10K run. But this works on the theory that you have to slow down to speed up. This is something that was very opposite to what I believed in. I was all about speed. I was all about let me train as much as I can. And in actual fact, what this is doing is this is building your body up from the inside out. And that's such a beautiful analogy for how I have set this goal. I have set this goal as how do I want to feel? Why does this goal actually matter to me? And it's not about the accolades. This is a goal that I wouldn't necessarily care if anybody knew that I was doing. But I know that I work better to a schedule as in if I wake up and think, well, I'll, you know, I'll go for a run this morning and it's raining, I'm a bit tired, it's very easy for me to go, no, not going to go. However, I am incredibly disciplined if I know that I have to fit in four runs in a week and if on Saturday's my long run and today's Thursday and if I don't do this other run, then I'm going to be doing the two back to back and it's not going to work. So for me, having structure is what actually makes me thrive. This is this hustle must that I have. I need these things logged into my schedule and then I will do them and I will execute. So I know what makes me thrive and I know how to work with my own personality and the way that I like to, to live my life. What he has given me though is a program that involves a very, very different way of operating. And when we talk about inside out, like I mentioned, this is about me connecting into why am I doing this? And I want to do this because First of all, I want to try something in a different way. I want to be really focused on the joy. I want to be focused on the feeling that going for a run gives me rather than everything being hard and waiting until race day in order to feel that euphoria and feel that joy and feel satisfied and content. I want to get that every single run. So for me, this goal is about bringing some discipline back in terms of frequency of exercise. It's about challenging myself. And frankly, I wanted to do this in a different way. I wanted to see what would happen if I followed one of the best in the world and what could be possible. And he's given me a goal time that I laughed at when he told me. I went, what? Do you, you, what? I, I can't possibly ever run that fast. I said to him, I have done, I don't know how many, five or six or seven half marathons, maybe more, and I always hit a plateau. I could never, no matter how much I run, I could have run for hours, but I could never increase my speed. And what was really interesting is after doing all this training with him, he sent me off on a training run and he said, all right, Joe, I want you to go and run three Ks. Don't put the handbrake on. Let's don't worry about how fast you're running. I want you to run at a pace that feels really good at, you know, a, a five or six out of 10. I do not want you sprinting. I do not want you straining. And at the end of the three Ks, hit stop and let's use it as a baseline and see how fast you run. Well, I did that and I ran those three Ks effortlessly and faster than I ever have run in my entire life. And let's be clear, I wasn't trying. And let's be clear, I have not been running outside playing netball from a you know training runs or anything like that. So I thought I was not running fit. I thought I didn't have a good level of cardio fitness. And yet because of all the work I've been doing with him on the inside, it shifted. I broke through a ceiling that I thought, well, not ceiling, I said a floor. I blo broke through a floor 
that I never ever believed was possible to break through because we've done it differently. We have slowed down. We have focused on those little 1% shifts that are needed in order for me to be optimal. I focused on picking up my uh, heels more so that I've got a longer stride. We've unlocked my hip flexors so that with each stride I go longer so I'm much more efficient. This is all about how do we have minimum effort for maximum gain? And this is what this was. It was less effort than I used to run, but because I'm running optimally the way my body is designed to run, everything unlocks. And this is what this training program is for me. This There is so much joy in now building up these muscles. This is about training my blood vessels again. It's in a very different way. And if you've been around me a while, you know that I love facts and figures. I love science and I love neuroscience and understanding that the way my program has been designed, it's all about maximizing my body's efficiency. Again, things I value. I want to know that I'm not going to die at the 8K line because I flogged myself. And while this is not about giving you a 10K run training program, I want you to understand that when you come at your goals in a different way, when you intentionally work out what is the 1% shift focus area that I can tweak right now, that is going to give you exponential results. And what has to shift though, is you've got to take your focus off just that end goal. You've got to stop it being about ego or about the insta-perfect, yay, I finished. And how can you develop these goals in a way that means training becomes fun or doing the things leading up to your goal becomes fun? And too often we talk about managing ourselves to outputs. So by output means that my success is measured by race day. My success is measured by the time I got on the finish line. But what I'm actually managing now is the inputs. I'm managing my schedule. I'm managing the joy. I'm doing this with a friend. So I'm making sure it meets my need for connection. We're holding each other accountable. We're sharing our running times. So again, I never used to do this with anyone because I was worried about being too competitive. I was worried about what they might think of me. I was worried about letting someone down. And so again, everything has been completely redesigned in order to focus on one of the 1% pieces that are going to make a difference. And this is what I suggest that you do if you think about a goal you have, a vision you have, a dream you have, an objective you have. If you look at all the things you're doing, are you managing to output? Are you putting all your joy in the achievement of the thing? And too often I see with high achievers, they put all their supposed joy or contentment or relief when they hit the goal. But the moment they come even tiny bit close to the goal, they shift the goalposts and go, well, I'm actually running really fast. I said I wanted to do this time. Now I should do this time. So there's no fulfillment. All the joy is removed. And this is what makes life really, really hard. It's why we white knuckle. It's why we push. And then we lean into, well, there's not much joy here. Well, I better work hard because I've got to earn my joy. Instead of saying, you know what, in order to find the 1% of the thing that you need to focus on, either you can get a coach. It's going to tell you what the 1% is because they can look at you from the outside or you have to slow down. You have to stop and take a cold hard look at yourself and say, of all the things I'm doing, what's the 1% thing that's actually going to help me get to my goal, to that thing that I want? Because that's what matters. You know what stops us actually stopping and looking at the 1% is 
we're afraid we're going to pick the wrong 1%. Or there's too many 1%ers to choose from, so we get so overwhelmed and then it's easy just to procrastinate. Or we're such a high achiever, or we're so hypervigilant that we're going to beat ourselves up because we chose the wrong thing. And this is what stops us. So when that's the case, just be busy, throw in, I've got more work to do. Let me work harder. And we push and push and push because working harder, even though it sucks the joy out of life, even though it's hard, it even though it robs us of joy, it's actually the more, it's the easier thing for us to do. It's the thing that sits inside our comfort zone. And so we do it. So great at working hard, great work ethic. I've had people on the phone to me who are working 80 hours a week and there's nothing wrong with this, but they say, I'm really proud that I'm showing my kids a strong work ethic. I'm like, that's wonderful. But I'm pretty sure your kids might appreciate a strong work ethic if we can get you working 60 hours a week or maybe even 50. You might have a bit more time for them. You might have a bit more time for you. So this is what we've got to do. You have to learn to slow down. You've got to learn to find your 1%. You've got to strip out what doesn't matter. You've got to strip out the busyness the thing, all the coping mechanisms, all the behaviors you're doing because you do not have the courage or the skills or the tools in your toolkit to stop and look for that 1%. And for me, I've gone to somebody who's the best in the world to find my 1% and I'm continuously re-looking at my mindset. I'm continuously saying, how do I find joy in this? The day that I'm recording this, I went for a long run and it felt amazing. And again, I'm doing this differently. After my long run, I went to my favorite spot in the bush. So I celebrated. I filled up my cup. I didn't then feel guilty because I'd been out for a run and then I was worried about the kids. I went, no, I'm going for my long run. I'm going to make sure it finishes at my favorite spot. So I'm then going to take time out for me to celebrate my body's feeling great, to celebrate I'm feeling no injuries, I'm feeling smooth, I'm feeling alive, I'm feeling like I'm working towards something. This is this intentional cultivation. It's the slowing down. And I know that come race day, I'm going to end up running faster than I could ever imagine. But what's more important to me is that I will look back over this four or five months that I've had this training program and know that I've done this differently, that I have lent into a better version of me, that I've broken some old habits, that I've found more joy. And that's what life's about. So I'm going to achieve my goal even better than I know I could have by myself. I'm going to eliminate the suffering and the guesswork and the overwhelm. I'm going to construct and and do the things that we have to do in order to get a goal in a way that brings me joy, that brings me connection, that makes me feel fulfilled. And I'm determined that it's not going to be hard because I'm slowing down and I'm focusing on the things that matter. I'm focusing on my 1%. So this is my challenge to you today. What needs to shift in your life so you can slow down? What is something that you are aiming towards, whether it's a health thing, a work thing, a family thing, a financial thing? What's the 1% that's actually going to make a difference? And how do you have the courage and the tools to stop, to slow down long enough to find the 1%? to give yourself compassion. If you picked the wrong thing yesterday, well, you can pick again today to put down the imposter, to put down the beating yourself up about, oh, I did it wrong and I did this and and to to say enough of the self-deprecation, enough of the white knuckling, enough of the grinding and to tap into joy and enjoy the process and the outcome will end up taking care of itself.
So there's your challenge. Go and find your thing, that your outcome, your dream, the 1% and set your goals. Set them this year with a difference. Thanks for joining us today on the Balance and Beyond podcast. We're so glad you carved out this time for yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend who might need to hear this today. And if you're feeling extra generous, leaving us a review on your podcast platform of choice would mean the world to us. If you're keen to dive deeper into our world, visit balanceinstitute.com to discover more about the toolkit that has helped thousands of women avoid burnout and create a life of balance and beyond. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time on the Balance and Beyond podcast.